Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. Now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Michael Anthony Ingram, I'm here tonight with one of my favorite people, John Patrick Robbins. His new book is Death, Rattle, and Roll. John, hello. Hey, Michael. How are you, buddy? been a long time. I'm well. (laughs) I'm glad that you're with me, my friend. Anytime that you... Anytime we have an opportunity to get together is always a highlight. So thank you again for your willingness to come on tonight. Oh, well, thank you. And I always love our conversation in the green room because that, that was a good uh, green room session. You know what I mean? Yes, it was. Puff, puff. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, let's, let's begin this journey, my friend. Let's begin this journey. All right. Let's Here's start it out. Book. Let's see how I can stumble through these lovely, uh, these lovely poems. Anyway, so this is a very first yes. one called Skydiving from the Ground. Let's try not to laugh. Right. It doesn't really help, Michael. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I had just suffered, suffered a stroke, and here I was buying beer. I never played anything safe, but even the devil that sat upon my shoulder had to look at me and say, Dude, really? My face had gone back to normal, but even a brick to the face couldn't hurt my look. My speech was still a bit off. Of course, the clerk probably thought I was just drunk. I was beyond a simple addict. I believe I had purchased a first-class ticket to Looneyville, population me. I knew another drink could end it all. And yet the thought of not enjoying the bliss scared me worse than death. If you think addiction is cool, you're more insane than myself. Truth is always way more fucked up than fiction. I am a train wreck that is speeding straight off the tracks. As some will read this story as a story, some bullshit to sell books or gain likes. I don't run a cult, so please pull your head out of your proverbial proverbial ass, do yourself a favor, and recognize the setting sun for what it truly is, and do not follow me. All right. Now we will go into the next one. This one's called uh, Murder One. As I struggle to find it. Actually, we're going <laughs> to... I love how I always do these things because I'm so, I'm so professional, Michael. This is what's so great about me. Because, yes, uh, this next one... They... <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, come on, let's, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Let's not be completely. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we all know what's going on with John. <laughs> John, John. Oh, uh, this next murder. one, I'm actually gonna. No, no, I'm actually gonna change that up. But just because I got okay. to be a pain, a pain in the butt. This is called okay. a bit of the drop. Once it's pretty much what I had before we started the show. So there you go. Okay. That's great. All right then. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) I have chased that good time far past its limits, indulged in every vice that others only pretend to know, tasted forbidden fruit, even turned down a few exotic vintages, hurt some, broke a few, grew up to now merely growing old. As I view most so-called adults as spoiled children, all clamoring for attention, as writers hate everything, that even shows a hint of being original. I, sub- I despise those said writers, so it's why I prefer to drink with anyone but them. For a, few, for a true conversation with a total stranger is better than a plastic opinion from a total windbag. The drinks are pure, the people seldom are. I will always enjoy a bit of the drop, preferably alone until I die. Let the outsiders cast their judgments. As you most certainly read this, hold an opinion as well. But as I ask, only, but I ask only who is reading who. Get the point? 
I concern myself with the next poor, never the next poor. Cheers to all my non-existent friends. Wow, I messed that up. Thank you. Bravo. <laughs> mm. Yes, I know. It's like, wow. It's like, I'm so glad I, I have like, this guy on here. <laughs> but I like that line, drinks are pure, people seldom aren't. Yeah. No, exactly. that, that's powerful. <laughs> that's powerful, Thank my you. friend. And true, and true. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it's the uh, this next one I'm going to read is a uh, sorry is a rush through everything, speeding like crazy. Is uh, we're going to get a little bit deeper. We're gonna we're going to try to kill the room as quickly as possible because that's what I like to okay. do. Okay, it's like we're having okay, fun. Yeah, so, hell with yeah, that. Me too. Me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, this is the favorite one of mine. As we just like, people are like, wow, I wonder what those two guys are on. Well, we'll, we'll be selling some after the show, so just stay, stay tuned, kids. Mm. Um. <laughs> For our new sponsor. <laughs> Willie Nelson, uh, you know, never mind. Um. <laughs> this is called Audio Sounded Better Than Goodbye. She was an exotic beauty, and I was intoxicated on every level. Lost in the moment and in space as well. She said to me out of frustration, why won't you let a beautiful woman, lo- woman love you? And in my stubbornness, I only had a smart-ass reply instead of the truth. She was that illusion that had become a reality. Only to realize my truth was my addiction, much like concrete. She was a woman of my dreams. And like for many dream, we all must eventually wake. She spoke Spanish fluently a beautiful language of a foreign tongue I desired in spite of myself. She had enough sense to recognize the setting sun and lost cause for what it truly was. She said adios. It sounded far more beautiful than goodbye. I may have been a glutton for punishment, but at least I had class. The view as she departed was a work of art, I shall always recall. Adios, bonita. My heart walked away with you that afternoon. Memories are always bittersweet, my dear, but the truth never falters. You embrace my dreams as nightmares bleed my truths. Buenos noches, my dear. Gracias, Juan. That's the end of that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What, what do you uh, say? What do you mm, say, my friend? A mm, question for you. What mm. inspired this book? It's different. The the feel is different than your other work. What inspired this book? Uh, a minor stroke. <laughs> a to... minor stroke. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it was. That's why it starts out with uh, skydiving from the ground, and uh, that's why it. You know, it was like you know, it, it's definitely taking a look at yourself, thinking you know, this, this could be it, because that's what you know. It, it, it... <laughs> Not that we think we're immortal, but sometimes yeah. some people we know, named John, can kind of forget that, you know, you know, life's a party, but the party has to end eventually. So yes, that's true. That, it, it was like I was writing, I was trying to just basically write a chapbook. You see how well that went? <laughs> yes, yes. Here's, here's 30 poems. Oh, wait, here's a couple hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well. I felt, and I shared this in the green room, that it felt like mm-hmm. you were going on a pilgrimage, a literary yeah. pilgrimage somewhere, some some journey that you were taking. Talk about that for a minute. Um, in some ways it was. It, it was, uh, you know, the after effects are very strange. You know, I'm lucky that I have a, a great co-editor who people probably thought, oh, you know, John's like on a bender. <laughs> Wouldn't be far mm-hmm. from the truth. Um, but, you know, it was it was definitely hidden. I'm not one to go out in public and, like, clamor. I'm not, and that's not saying anything against me. Some people, they need, you know, they need some help or they need, you know, they need somebody to talk to. I probably need help. It's mainly, like, off the floor. But uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I was like, you know. It, it, it was just how I do. I mean, I've always kind of been that way. I don't really pull any punches, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I just decided, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, you know, go full throttle like I always do. You know, and, and that's Tell all me, it pretty much is. 
Well, tell me mm. about the title, Death, Rattle, and Roll. Well, it's tell not the whole title. title, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, it's it's going full throttle. It's like I do. I mean, but, you know, sex, drugs, and poetry, death, rattle, and roll. Yeah. Still night session's really smooth. People are like, I wonder what happened to that guy. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. You know? and, and and I feel like I have to go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I mean, I was just wondering, death rattle and roll. This death rattle. Mm. So you were really shaken by what happened. Yeah, kind of. Did the title come I first? Mean... Or did the book come? <laughs> did, did the stroke come first? Which one came first? Uh, the stroke. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, the, the the title. I mean, the t- now I'll take that back because, like I said, you know, I'm I definitely don't uh, I definitely don't probably think the way I should, but uh, anymore. <laughs> now, I never was okay. right to begin with. The title I have, I had the title, and then you know everything happened, and I had the uh, I had the cover. Once you know, that's what everybody likes. But I'm like, you know, you might want to read what's inside too. You know. <laughs> Although yeah, I don't care, buy the bookends. Yeah, it's a striking, <laughs> but, yeah. striking, striking cover. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It's it's a very uh, it's a very good uh, cover, and it's just I don't know. I think probably <laughs> friends around me, in particular, my two best, the closest people to me, uh, Kevin and Scott. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they probably get a little frustrated with me, but the whole thing was just like. I, it, it was funny. After that, I was automatically trying to write. I was so okay. scared I wouldn't be able to write. So that just mm. shows you how bonkers I am, you know. Right. <laughs> Cutting right. jokes, trying to write right away, you know. But eh. so yeah, wow. that's uh, that's uh, just uh, it's strange, but that's the way it, uh, some of us work, you know. I mean, it, it's it's definitely not uh, it's it's definitely not anything that I, I'm, you know. I'm proud of the way I am, but you know, I'm me. <laughs> I can right. pretend to be right. anyone else. Right. I understand that, my friend. Please share some more so, of your work. Okay. This is the one I had I'd promised. I'm not gonna be a tease like I normally am. Okay. I'm actually gonna I read okay. the one I'd 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 promise. And it's, it's the uh you know, this was the original the original only original right from what I was working on of what would have been a chat book. And it's it's definitely it's called Murder One. I bumble through everything. I thank you for having me on the show because, uh, yeah, nobody else would have me on. <laughs> oh, I don't believe that. You're okay, John Patrick Robbins. You're John yes, Patrick sir. Robbins. Yeah, I know. Everybody reminds me, like, wow, you go by your full name. I know, so do most serial killers, <laughs> so keep that in mind. <laughs> well, we you should know. both keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's called Murder One. <laughs> Oh, uh, I never set out to write pretty lines, and when it comes to readings, I go out there to kill, never kiss ass and make friends. I don't write poetry. I pin chaos with a slice of devilish ecstasy mixed with blood and pain. I am loud and reckless because most modern shit sucks, and someone has to be willing to speak their mind in spite of who it offends. I never idolize poets, but I certainly admired a rock star. Because that bygone era held magic, where this one simply takes up space in its pretentious, mundane existence. Cotton candy holds no substance, as the life not lived full throttle is but a waste of air. And we are all dying. It's just a matter of when and where. Drugs are great. Sex is far better. But a vice all the same. Silence is beautiful, as the nights drive, and the full moon over the dark waters is music to my soul. Friends are a bad idea and an often misused investment of our time. And this prick staring at me in the mirror has been loyal for the most part. I won't waste a second on a long on long-winded speeches over shit I will never receive. So sulk in your corner and enjoy blowing smoke up one another's ass. See you in the rear view, my non-existent friends. Wow, that's so. I'm such a people person. I mean, no wonder people like me. I mean, yes, I, I can tell. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> friendliness just exudes from your every pool. It, it does. It does, Michael. I mean, you know, I was a Walmart greeter until I said, hey, what the fuck do you want? 
to be the next. And this is this is one of those pretty ones that make people wonder. I wonder who wrote that for me. Uh, I okay. happen to keep a hobbit locked in my house and he writes poems for me. So anyway, you know, don't question my method. Anyway, it's called Driftwood Memories. They're all gone, yet I am still here. Faces that haunt the shadows and leave such a void. A taste of whiskey and the pain inspire my efforts to feel nothing at all. Sometimes I question why I remain, reach out in the worst stages, or simply vanish within myself. Binge myself to a slow death. Truth is never pretty, but a sunset viewed alone is so very haunting all the same. I am that distance within, and a stranger to everyone, including myself. I would promise a change, but I can't lie, and I'm too fucking tired to pretend. Sometimes we can love a tad bit too much, and sometimes an empty room is a burden knowing. The only change is within a sorrow-filled exit. Like those sunsets, I will craft something. That would truly make you cry. That's the end of that one. So, yeah. Wow. Boy, that's that's so nice, John. Yeah, it really, really was. But I yeah, like well, that. yeah. I, I yeah, like that. I, 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 that that that's one of my my favorites as well. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. people look at the book and they're like, "Wow, this is John." You're so happy nowadays. I'm like, I know. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If if you could tell your younger writing self anything, mm-hmm. what would it be? Mm-hmm. You're a seasoned mm-hmm. professional. What would it be? Okay, my younger writing self. Um, well, probably the thing I would tell myself is like you know to throw that stuff out of the car before the cops pull you. But um, okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> my advice to myself, I mean, you know, it, it's sometimes it's like anything, you know, you realize you keep chasing something and it, it, it's all within you and you've got to kind of, I think people matter way more than accolades and everything else, you know, and not to be too serious or, you know, because I don't want to be too serious because I don't want people to think I have a brain. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that's a no. I probably you know don't put everything into just chasing publication. You know, it's great. It is, but um, and I love it. I do, but sometimes I kind of mm-hmm. neglected everybody else around me. So that's the biggest thing I would tell. Right. You know? Right. So do you write all the time? Are you writing all the time, um, my friend? Pretty much. I have always been pinning, and you know, but the thing is, I'm smart enough to put most of it away, so you don't have to. Okay. You don't have to actually be tortured with it. So you okay. know. Um, and I guess uh, I guess we're gonna read another. Why not? Okay. Because I know I was supposed to read yeah. so many, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, man, I I break all the rules, Michael. I'm just naughty. I'm <laughs> well, I'm breaking the rules because I'm the one who said read three poems, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm asking you questions. We've got two lined up. I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough okay, to line okay, two okay, up okay. already. I'll be quiet. No. I'll be quiet from now. All, All right. right. This All is right. one that's, once again, a little bit more because I don't want people to think, wow, I'm just totally a jerk. Anyway, it's called treasure. <laughs> it's one of these little ones. Well, you don't have to laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's called treasure. To all the invisible poop, invisible people swallowed by the unforgiving night, I pin this for you. I have seen more beauty on a dingy sidewalk than ever hung upon an art gallery's wall. I have hear, heard far more truths of this life's harsh existence spoken from people with no hope in sight than from some windbag pe- preaching from a, behind the pulpit. Far too many exist that have fallen between these, those cracks. I pin my lines for the most beautiful souls that breathe life instead of just stale air. You're the ones that deserve a nod, far more than the ego-driven pricks, all chasing something they can never truly attain. You are never invisible to me. The most beautiful art is what lies hidden, what's deemed one man's trash. That's the end of that one. 
and uh, you know, and 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 I want to. I know I've got to read one, and I'm going to dedicate it uh, to to a very. Uh, as I get it, I love how somebody tries to call me when I'm on air. It's like that's lovely. Yes, that's a perfect time to call John. <laughs> Brand new phone that yeah doesn't do all these things. Anyways, uh, my my publisher at the time had got not that you need this backstory, but had kind of. There's one subject I could never write about, and that was uh, writing about my father. And I promised him I would read this one. So uh, if you didn't know, well, of course you didn't know. I love how I think the whole world knows me, but that's not a narcissist at all. <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm with you, but this is a this is a bit this is a bit of a long one. Then we'll then we'll I promise we'll pick the party up. We'll we'll grab some drinks and you know who knows what we'll do. Anyways, this is a. My father passed away in that series called for the uh for the father I never knew. I had photographs and old records and not a single memory. Handed down stories that seemed like fables we told children to spark the imagination. That for me only spawned fear as I stumble along in life, unsure how to be what it is what it is deemed a man. It left me with a burden of insecurity, crippling my confidence, so I learned to sharpen my wit. There are many times I have cursed your name in the resentment of what I never truly got to experience, as if you had a choice for all your, your for all too soon exit from this life. I was forged in the fires of an all too harsh existence, hammered into steel from abuse that has scarred me for life and left me fractured to all hopes of happiness. I ran in fear at the thought of being what I never had causing me to lose the only person I could not bear to see walk away from this misery some consider a life. I have become an alcoholic, much like the man I was named after. For to be a coward in addiction, sure as hell beats facing the truth of my situation. Sometimes I wish I could only have one conversation, but then again, I could not fathom looking at you in the eyes, speaking my truths, so I simply bury them in between pages. I often mask as false truths and cheap laughs. I view my friends with pity, for my ship is slowly sinking, yet still loyal they remain. As for those that jump ship, I can understand, no matter my harsh exterior. I was born old and fully understand everything, for I am wise beyond my years and internally self-destructive all the same. I have typed out pages that bleed me of my energy. As others call it courage, and I simply call it a curse. We are forever bound by blood, as time will most certainly cover over the wound, as I mask my truths. But even the most well-crafted illusion is a total facade, and mine are wearing thin with the phrase of my sanity. I love you as a story I never wrote and will most certainly never read. Dearest Father, in spite of my failure in my existence, I am forever your son, all the same. See him in that one. So, all right. I was like, wow, you know, thanks, when I John. Read that, that really... Well, when yeah. I read that piece, that really, really struck me so much. Mm. Thinking about my relationship with my own dad, who turned, yeah. 80, who turned 83 this upcoming week. Oh, yeah, he turns wow. 83 this upcoming week, later in the week. Uh it just really made me think about him and the relationships that men have men have with their fathers. The good, bad, and indifferent yeah. of these relationships. The good, bad, and indifferent. Yeah, yeah it's it's not something I want to write about, but you know, I kind of book kind of maybe uh, pull the trigger, not like in a weird way, but you know, I'm like yes. <laughs> in the sense that I kind of want it to. Get all those things out, you know. It's just, uh, it's just something I had to write, and uh, I definitely didn't like it at the time. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's like. Well, what did you, what you do know. you think? What what nuggets of truth came out of that? How are you different as a consequence of writing that poem? What'd you learn about yourself? Buddy? Um, I I wouldn't, you know. It's just. All it was was sharing a truth that I'd always kept buried, you know, okay. that I 
because it was not easy. You can imagine. I mean, it just wasn't, you know, when you lose mm-hmm. all you three and, and, and it's just, uh, you know, I didn't grow up in the greatest place on earth. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just something that I didn't want to go back to. Yeah. I think the best direction is forward. But, unfortunately, if you read my ride, you think, I don't think you go forward too much, John. Well, I do. I go forward <laughs> as long as forward is uh, unto a bar. <laughs> right, right, so, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, so. let's, take a, let's take a brief break, and we'll be right back, okay? All right. Smashing, Michael. How are you? Good, buddy. Good, good. <laughs> because I want you to read some of the longer pieces in your book. I love that one about the, 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 the guy and the young girl at the cemetery. That was great. I also love the one yeah. about going to the refrigerator <laughs> and the drink ah, calling yes. your name. Oh, I love that yeah. one. <laughs> oh, that is, that are you, are you, I. I don't mind trying to read that. I mean, if you don't mind me stumbling through it, I'll, I'll you no, know. No, no, no. Please, please, I really want you to read that one. I think that's that. That's a favorite. That's a favorite. The one, that's, either that's one a of favorite. them. Yeah. Say, yeah. Well, yeah. I know the one you're talking about, Sally Gibbons. It was that wasn't the favorite of the New Yorker. I'm just saying, hint, hint to them. I'm like, wow, okay. really. <laughs> you know. And uh, this next one is um, called Watch Your Twelve Steps. I love that. You know, I thought about trying to read this, and then, of course, uh, my publisher, yeah, you should read that. And then I'm like, oh, please, I don't want to have to read that. And then, like, yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, great, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Remind me. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Which makes you think that, wow, John is really messed up, and, and dear listener, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is Watch Your 12 Steps, and, you know, you can blame it on Michael if I stumble all through it. Okay. It's mm. all right. It's all right. Yeah, Where'd remember to have a sip of your favorite beverage before. Anyways. Okay. On the fifth day of sobriety, I opened the fridge to view a haunting sight. As a 12-pack, viewed me in utter disgust, like some jilted lover or one of my many not-so-adoring readers. You know, John, we expect it better from you, asshole, the 12-pack said. I know, sweetheart, but they say it's either slow down or die, my darling. So they are forcing my hands. Everyone dies, you pussy. Besides, with me, at least you have a choice. Now put on some music, and let's get this party started, bitch. Yeah, I know, but I really am getting behind in my work, and shit, sugar. I'm talk- my talking aluminum friend scoffed at that remark. Yeah, getting behind in a job that only pays you in utter disdain and total misery. Wow, you're almost as sadistic as that freak co-editor of yours who's already burnt out from this bullshit. Now we're going to have a page turn. Thank you. This guy is a total dumbass. Some odd, slightly moldy leftover piped in. What the hell is that? I think it's a hamburger or some shit. Fuck if I know. I was potato salad, you asshole. And really, have some fucking feelings. This sad reflection of what most call food, food shouted as it slithered off behind the ketchup to burst into tears, replied. As I stood there, continuing to hold, hold the fridge door open, 
like some shaky, crazed lunatic that I truly was. As me and the 12-pack slung insults, which only further cemented my utter disdain for beer even further. Oh, John, a soothing and sultry voice called out as this two southern belle appeared from the back of the, this frozen room. She was a beautiful, sleek, and sexy vision of a glass-cast vision. As she paid no mind, as she pushed that said beer right out of the way, as she looked into my eyes and seemingly into my darkened soul, baby, let's get out of here. Oh, and I brought a friend with me as well. What do you say we ditch this ice cabinet? Go get comfy and share some blurry memories, the bourbon said, as yet another bottle peeked around mayonnaise, along with a few cans of their thick gal pal cokes, giggling in that most beautiful devilish glee. I knew my resistance had met its match, as my weakness will always be good music, fine whiskey, and good-looking women. My concerns over health were gone with the wind, as my passion for the bliss of the buzz overrode it all. Just then, my roommate walked into the kitchen, looking at me, standing, having a total conversation in my boxers with inanimate objects, as he simply turned around, probably thinking to himself, why couldn't I have just roomed with a serial killer instead of an alcoholic editor instead? But two, lo- I'll start laughing. But two lovely talking bottles were like that ever-elusive double blowjob that is spoke about in legends and viewed in skin flicks over my ritualistic morning sessions of coffee and smut. When in Rome, fuck a Roman. I believe that's what Plato once did say. You have to forgive me. I'm currently under the influence and off the wagon. Adios, my darlings. John. Wow, I love how I got that one right. <laughs> hey, perfect. Beautifully read. Wow. Beautifully read. Kudos. Wow. Kudos to the author. Kudos to the author. Bravo to me. Bravo to me. I'll be, I'll be opening up this week right, for, uh, yeah, I'm opening up this week for uh, Nickelback. It'd be the first time anybody's ever shouted, yeah, we'd rather have the fucking poetry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I know some of them, but mm-hmm. what other authors are your friend? Are you friends with, and how do they help you become a better writer? What other authors am I friends with? Um, well, the ones haven't blocked me. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what other authors have yet to block you? And I- <laughs> yes. 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 They're, Michael, don't laugh. They, they, you know, it's wild. They, they, they don't, they, they, they don't know just how our relationship within my mind. I don't know why they have restraining orders against me. Strange. I mean, one is Todd Cirillo from uh, Six Foot Swell Press. One, one, I really. One thing I can say, reading Todd's work, is you learn the economy of words. You know, yes. he can pack the punch, and he'd probably be like, "Wow, great reading, John, for going all five miles and stumbling over everything." But. Uh, <laughs> um, you know Kevin Hitchman from uh, Fearless Poetry Scene, one of my best buddies yeah. uh, out there. Of course, I mean you know my 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 co-editor lunatic who was on the show. And man, yeah. I I want whatever you all were drinking that night. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, another good buddy of mine who is a a fantastic editor. And who's going to be starting up his own uh, uh, own uh, magazine uh, and publishing writers and more fiction? Uh, Jesse Lynn Rusellis. Um There's a lot of writers I, I admire. How they all have influenced me. Uh, they probably like, hey, dude, you need to fix your grammar because nobody knows what you're saying. I'm going to start selling decoder rings with my books. So you know, uh, <laughs> and a good friend of mine, um, Susan Tepper, who's just been an incredible friend. Uh, there's a lot of people I could name. I, I can just drop names, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. Donna Summer. Well, wait, not Donna Summer. That's not right. Um, that was not good. Uh, <laughs> that was not a good joke. <laughs> it's like, wow, you communicate with spirits? Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> Lauren Sarhag, I think that's how you say it, another great writer. I mean, I don't know. I I know a lot of really good writers. It's kind of amazing when you think about it because it's like, wow, they, they uh, they're actually nice to me and I'm a lunatic. So, yeah. I think they feel bad for me. They don't want me to visit right. when they talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good man, John. You're a good man. Nah, You're I good don't man. know. You're a good man. Read some more yeah. poems. Read some more poems. That's okay. what we're going to do. Read I, you some know, more I, I was going to go all deep, but I'm going to go just with one more funny, then I'll then I'll go deep again. You never know. You know okay. Just deep light, deep light, something else. 
trying to make bad innuendos like normal, you know, and uh, as I skip past what I was supposed to read, never mind. Okay, let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. I love that. Yeah, well, you're so prepared, John. Thank you. That's, I, you know. <laughs> Uh, folks, great. you can't make it. You can't make this stuff up. So it's like roll with the punches, get over it. You know, you didn't pay to get in, so hush up. Anyways, it's uh, it, it's called. It didn't kill me. I remember when Rebecca told me she wanted to get a quote from Bukowski tattooed upon her body. I remember thinking how strange it was that any poet would rise to such fame. I remember the day she got my name inked upon her as well. She misquoted him on a ribcage and placed my name upon her fantastic backside. She left, yet it makes me laugh to think. Me and Book are sharing some real estate somewhere out there, as she beds another that is not me, as this dude probably knows nothing of the previous tenants. I may never be known, but I can claim to have had a three-way with Bukowski. She misquoted him and sits upon me daily, loves a bitch. And so was she. Boy, beautiful. No wonder I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> you I do mean, have a way with words, buddy. You have a way with words. God. I have a way with being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Like, oh, wow. You're good. Yeah. Nobody's going to claim that one. <laughs> well, you know, I try to always uplift my guests, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know. We're not. friends, though, so it's like you don't have to do that. That's you can go my other friends. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, look, here's a question for you, you know, mm. because I put together a list of questions for you, my friend. Yeah, although I said I wouldn't yeah. do it, I did it anyway. As yeah. a poet, mm-hmm. what would you choose as your mascot, avatar, spirit animal, and why? Mascot. <laughs> I love how you're laughing. I'm gonna mess up. Mascot, um, avatar, yes, and avatar. Okay, mascot. I stayed up all night thinking of these Scott. questions. I stayed up all night long. Go mascot would have to be Scott Simmons because Scott Simmons is a really? cartoon character. <laughs> oh, poor Scott. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, can't catch a break. Kinda, I can't catch a break. No, Scott kind of looks like, hey, you don't have to say with Scott, he's on drugs, because everybody's like, just no shit. <laughs> uh, my spirit animal is Adele, always. Uh, beautiful voice, you know. Um, and my avatar is Jennifer Warren. So there you go. You mm. know, Or Betty White. You know, either one. Very sexy. Oh. Nice lady. All right. All right. All right, buddy. All right. Different strokes with different folks, but I mean, hey, Did who we? am I? Well, it's kind of a joke, Mike. Who, I mean, who like, am I? Don't who take it I? literal. <laughs> Read another poem. Oh, oh, wow. I know. I'm not a piece of meat, Michael. You don't order me around. I'm going to get belligerent yeah, I can in two seconds. I can, almost tell, hitting I can tell, buddy. I can tell. All right. This is, this is, uh, this is not a funny one. And it's like, oh, shit. But no, this is not a funny one. This is, uh, this is more serious. But it's, it's one of my favorites. It's called Ships That Pass right. in the Night. She hadn't even removed her scrubs as she climbed into bed, worn out from working a double shift at the hospital. She was warm, and those moments never required a single word. And that in itself is the essence of love beyond all logic and reason. As, she lay, as we laid there together afterwards, there was a perfection in the silence. She stared at me as I stared at the ceiling, as the realization of the truth, like a razor, slowly cut through the ecstasy. Are you still leaving Saturday night? I asked, fighting back the tears to maintain a facade we as men sometimes believe we must maintain. She was silent for a moment. As she rolled onto her side, yeah, I am. I turned upon my side as well and just remained silent, as sometimes a person can kill you more than the words they do not speak. We laid their backs pressed together, two vessels, set soon to depart the tide. At the end of that one. Mm. Oh, yeah. boy, boy, that's happy. It's like, you know how to kill a room, John. I know. I'm like, you know. <laughs> I'm like Morrissey. 
And the kids now have to go Google that. Like, who the hell is that? <laughs> well, speaking of that, yeah. how important, <laughs> trying to make it highbrow here, is accessibility yeah. of meaning. Should one have to work mm-hmm. hard to solve a poem? I mean, you know, it's I, you know, this is the thing. I, some people, I think, because my work is not abstract, probably think mm-hmm. that I hate everything that's abstract, and it, it's nothing could be further from the truth. I respect all art. Okay. I, I think you know there, there's a place for everything, man. It's like I don't. I do think that generally, even abstract somehow has something connecting fiber that just you know kind of everybody can identify with. I mean, you know, if I need a textbook to understand your work, I mean, that's that's a little rough because you don't want me, like, I can't put deep thought into stuff. Like, you know, smoke starts coming out of my ears. We're in trouble, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. When it comes to that stuff, I, it, it, to me, work should be accessible, you know, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, who who says there is no right and wrong in art? There's no rules, you know. There isn't, as long as it's real. That's my whole thing. If it's coming from a real place, you know, that that's well my said, thing. Well said, buddy. Well said. Yeah. Please read another poem. Yeah. Okay, I'm actually prepared now. This is a uh, this is one I like to dedicate to probably everybody on a serious note. Everybody probably is in the rear view and, and probably thinks, well, you know, John never gives a flying crap about anybody. But it's uh, this is called A Poem for Bitter Souls. It's funny how people change like the weather, and I have become so used to old friends becoming new enemies that I'd rather be alone than waste my time building something that will only implode upon me eventually. It's funny, old friend, how you can hate so easily what you will never truly be. A hundred percent real. I am totally alone with my back against the wall facing everyone. In all truth, you cannot hate me more than I hate myself. I realize your thoughts are poison as an empty will, and nothing I can say will change your course of reason. Everyone turns eventually, but I am saddest to see you go. Love means pain in the realization. Emptiness is all I will ever truly understand. In that one. Wow, so happy. No, you you know one thing about you, you really have a way with phrases. Old friends becoming new enemies. Wow. Yeah. You really have a way yeah. of phrasing stuff, my friend. You really do. Well, I appreciate that's that, why I, I really resonate with your work so much. It's just the way that you write. I mean oh. What do you think well-written poems have in common? Soul. Soul? Soul, yeah. Okay, tell me it, more. It, connect, it resonates with the soul, not with the mind, the soul. It just makes you feel. Okay. You know? It's like good music, okay. you know. Good music, It doesn't. You, you don't even have to know what somebody's saying, really. It just, just connects and grips you, you know. Yeah, that's not me being mm-hmm. hokey. That's just my opinion. I think all good, all good uh, art has soul to it. It doesn't have to right. be the most perfected. It just connects. You know, it has that feeling. You know, it's real. You know, it's real, and you know, it's just somebody copying some influence that's been rehashed a thousand times over. And it's like you know, you you don't have to be the greatest technical writer just to connect with somebody. You know, mm. I know some people that can like do that. everything perfect but ain't got nothing to say, man. Right. <laughs> so true. You know, because yeah. conversely, my question would have been, what do what poorly written poems have in common? Um, crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I mean, like, you can't ever, how do you judge art? In reality, it's like music. Just because you hate it, somebody else may love it. I'm never going to tell somebody, oh, that's crap. No, what will probably connect with a broader readership, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm never going to tell somebody how to do their art. I, you know, even if I don't dig it, there's somebody probably will. 
I don't even publish but, people but that people way. People are turned you know? down every day, John, in terms of submitting their work. It's like it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like there's this 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 sick humor that you get from turning people down mm. in terms of publishing. Mm. Not that I've ever been turned down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I've been turned on my side, but that's a completely different thing. That was a little too many cocktails. Right. But, um, no, um, I mean, I don't get, I, that's the thing. People think, oh, yeah, the mad editor crap and all these labels and, you know, they, they, they see the humor or even if they read something, that's how I write. Everything seems okay. really personal. That's just me. I, I hate having to tell people no. It's it's something that I'm probably I'm, I never claim to be the greatest editor in there. I'm just very ambitious. Whereas you know, I because I, like I said, I don't like if you look at the Rye Whiskey View stuff like that. Um, I don't necessarily publish people because oh that's the kind of writing I exactly like. No, you got to think about it like a DJ. Sometimes you know you got to play from the back of the room for somebody. Who, it's gonna that that style of writing may connect with some person and that's why I think it helps grow things you know you can't just be like no it has to be my way nah you know but I don't know not to, not to ramble sorry about that <laughs> that's alright no this is important yeah. stuff that we're talking about um, this is what makes us tick while we keep doing what we do when we do it yeah, yeah. let's take exactly. a quick break buddy and we'll be right back we'll be right back alright Michael Anthony Ingram, I'm here with my buddy, John Patrick Robbins. I'm sitting here with a smile on my face because I so enjoy when you're on, man. Um, yeah. I enjoy your work. You're a phenomenal writer. Phenomenal writer. Well, I think phenomenal it's a phenomenal writer. host that I get to hang out well, with, my buddy, because you know, <laughs> we are friends outside of this, so yeah. Well, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, it's a lonely road sometimes, but... Um, People like you help me oh. hang in there. You really do, buddy. You really do. Well, I mean, Please what read. you do needs to be commended. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely read another. Sorry, I don't mean to talk Thank over you. That's you know right. how I am. That's okay. No. Yeah, I know how you are. Uh, <laughs> that's, why, <laughs> that's why we're compadres. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir, we are. So uh, let's, let's go. This is one I really dig, and I hope you do, too. It's called Outlaw Post. All right. Yes are just souls casting their fates to the winds like any other, bleeding their truths for publication and often doing things the hard way, for it's the only way they have ever known, kicking in doors opposed to kissing everyone's ass. The words hold truth, and that's all that ever truly does matter, being honest about their addictions and being truthful in their failures. I am an outlaw like all the rest, and compared to being another lemming, and the ass-kissing lip scene, that suits me just fine. Because my bills are paid, my bottle is full, and my bed won't be empty tonight. Fuck poetry, and fuck you as well. I play for blood, and mostly, unless you are female, I do not play at all. Get the point, or get the bullet. Either way, simply carry a stuck-up ass. Cheers. (laughs) Outlaw poets. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, and I hate that label, by the way. That's the funniest thing. I've always, that's just a label, and I, I can't stand labels because that's what we relegate people sometimes. That, you know, yeah. oh, he's a little bit nuts. He's an outlaw. No, he's just an artist. <laughs> All artists are a little bit off. <laughs> you, know. you state 
I am an outlaw like all the rest. And compared to being another lemming in the ass-kissing lit scene, that suits me just fine. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's very nice. I'm like, I feel bad, but sometimes I think about it. I'm like, wow, I must be the most abrasive human being on earth when you read me. I'm like, huh. I don't know why I'm not a children's writer. (laughs) You know. Well, I know why, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I try. They don't take my work. I'm like, why the fuck not? Kids love my work. <laughs> uh, Here's a question for you, good buddy. Yeah. And and this is one of those questions, there's no real answer. I'm sure there's no real answer, but... Do you believe or do you think that the Internet or social media contributes to the well-being of poetry? I mean, wow, that's a strange duality and thing I have going on with that. I think it's 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 far easier to submit work. I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. Okay. Uh, the good thing is it's easier to get your work out there and get it seen, and that's great. And I think, with, especially with poetry, because it does need to be read, and it's hard enough, you know, for open my everybody to get there. But it is easier now to get your work out there, you know, because, I mean, look at everything that went on. If you didn't have ways to stream and stuff like that, nobody would be getting your work out there. So it's it's a good thing, and I praise it for that. But the bad thing is, like, everybody having the accessibility, like, you know, a, a kid in high, in high school can do their poetry book, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and have it up on mm-hmm. Amazon. It's like, oh, right. that's wonderful. You know, some people wonder, like, how old are you when they look at all the typos of mine? But I'm like, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. It can be a good and bad thing. I know it's not a great answer, so I apologize. But, you know. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Let's, mm. let's move back into your poetry and spend the next okay. time, next part of our time together, just just me listening and you reading. Whatever you want to share. Okay. All right, this is, uh, as we just go through things, like I said, this is kind of, this is always fun. I love being on here, so anyway, thank you. But it's called Low Battery. When every ounce of energy has been exhausted, look back on, <clears throat> look back on what you have done and understand. Look how my voice goes out. Sorry. It is easy to go with the flow, but anything original must destroy everything in its path, including its host. You'll never live to find acceptance, but beneath the dark waters, maybe you will truly understand peace. There's le- nothing left for me to prove. That's the end of that. So I'm going to go right into that. And my next set, is, I played this at Coachella last week, um, opening up for Miley Cyrus. Um, you know, right. She still didn't pay me, by the way. I'm very upset about that. <laughs> anyway, this is called Tommy Blues. <laughs> Well, I just jumped on stage, but I thought, they want to hear poetry. They don't want to hear this one. I know I don't want to hear it, but anyways, that's just my thing. Carney Blues. I'm going to buy a carousel and have it set up in my backyard so I can get drunk and ride it for hours on end and be alone in such drunken bliss. As others question, won't I quickly tire of going nowhere, simply riding in circles? I'll remind them that I'm a writer. So going in circles is second nature to me. Truth is the pavement, and the pavement is me. It's all a work to begin with. Skull. So there you go. I know I mispronounced that, but, you know, we have to get Sorry. to the Viking terms. We have to bring the Vikings into poetry. I mean, that's I yes. believe that's way more important. Only John yes. does that. <laughs> yes, only John. That's right. That's right. That's why uh, I keep inviting you back. <laughs> It's just like a train wreck. It's fun. <laughs> it's like, wow, what is John on? I want some. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Please read one of your longer pieces, John. Please read one of your longer pieces. If you have the energy. If you have the energy. Oh, my goodness. No, we're not going to read the one you're talking about. I know what you're trying to insinuate, okay. Michael. You're not Force me to that. Uh, okay, I'm okay, going to read okay. the next one. Is, uh, You'll find it in the book. Is, it's a great, 
short story like poem. You'll find it in the book. It it's is, about yeah. a young woman in a cemetery and a man in a cemetery, and yeah. it ends on a, a, a on a different kind of note than I was expecting because I was all in. <laughs> I was all in. Yeah, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. It really is. And I was always a yes. big fan of Rod Serling. Once it's funny, I okay. mean, like, I'm being honest. I'm not being a, you know, okay. crack, cut up. But, yeah, it's Here Lies Sally Gibbons. Once it's, I'm not trying to be rude. It's a very long piece. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. People That's can read it. They can read technique. it in the book. Yeah, you buy the book if you want to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called Swing for the, the Fences. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I remember we sat there watching the field where the kids played just for the sake of playing and nothing else. We viewed their happiness as we sat there locked together for a moment in time in our own. You know, sweetheart, I could never imagine my life without you. Well, I'd die without you, so you never have to worry about that, he quickly replied. It was getting near sunset. The kids played on, and it was the peace and the words unspoken that was a bliss. Even the poet in me could never fully describe. I saw it for what it was and knew and knew our time was growing short, even though I knew my vision would not be shared at the moment. The kids kept playing until the fading light chased them away to lives that would fork with time, as all lives certainly do. We spent that evening driving for the simple pleasure of, of the journey together, a moment's escape to now hide the pain of the true situation. I saw what you never could. Some call it vision. I consider it a curse. The kids swung for the fences for the pure joy of nothing else to do. As you have vanished into my thoughts horizon, alone with my memories of what will never be. Send me that one. There you go. You know. <laughs> we, have, we have time for one more. One more. Okay, here's here's one that's uh I'll send you off with this one, kids. It's called uh City Limits and Past Curfews. I remember the fields and the sunset that seemed painted as the sky itself, dust covered dirt roads and cold beers, music blasting to fill that void, back seats and whispers of forever. Sweet is the climax void of a single ounce of truth. We, the immortals of our youth, often laugh, puzzled at the jaded fools we have become. Campfires and lakeside confessionals, church babble, and the gossip pound and the gossip pounds. Children creating another generation as the writers simply get drunk and lost in memories and pages. Most fall to the wayside, minus the bastards like myself. Paint over age-old signs shooting guns down on the outskirts of town. Lies like small towns breed legends, fools, and mysteries alike. As the invisible men like myself pin their pages, capture glimmers of truth like fireflies in an old mason jar to illuminate the darkness and warm the soul. Sometimes a glimmer of hope beats none at all. And that's it. Thank you. What do you hope that readers get from encountering your work, man? What do you hope that they get? <laughs> um, that there's just more to me than a joke. I would hope okay. that. You know, now right. it's more than just, right. just humor. You get. I hope you get mm-hmm. the full gamut, and I hope you get entertained. I hope you're entertained. I'll put it that way. I hope that I give you everything. You know, just like you're talking about Sally Gibbons. I hope you enjoy all of it. I really do. And just yes. see all the sides. Yes, I mean, you know, because and I'm not going to keep you all night, you know that, but there is a difference between when you're talking, when we're talking and laughing and joking, and when you're reading. Mm. Uh, yeah. You take on a serious onus when you're reading. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's striking. It, it, there's that difference, man. I mean, you know that. No. Well, I tried to. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I, it was with this book, like when I came on here, not to, not to rattle on, but I love being on here, so I do thank you. Um, I, with, with this book, I was kind of worried because it's a, it's more, if you want just a straight humor book, it's it's not that. And I am working on one of those, but, you know. Okay. I'm good at both, but 
Yeah, no, I was worried about that because sometimes, you know, I do like to show all those sides. The deep cuts are something I I really enjoy doing. You know, I mean, because everybody has, we all have depth, you know. So it's yes, I like to do show great. everything. Yes, yeah. and you do a great <laughs> job of it, too. Yeah. I want to thank you, my friend, for spending time with me, um, shooting the breeze. Mm. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't no, know that you're the man for hosting the show <laughs> and putting up with me. <laughs> no. Everyone, Death, Rattle, and Roll by John mm. Patrick Robbins is available now. Pick up your copy. Walk with this man. Take a journey with him through his poetry. Mm. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. All right, John. I appreciate it. All I right, want to say good night to you. And good night to our listening audience. As we end another week, everyone take care of each other. That's the most important thing. And as I share every week, let poetry ring. Good night. You have just listened to the quintessential listening poetry online radio podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And make sure to catch our next episode.